most of you, if not all of you, already know him. Uh, many of you have suggested to me that you ought to go and you ought to give him, you ought to give that guy a show. You ought to make him part of the crusade. Well, dude, I can't make him join. But somehow I was able to con him into it. So I want you to welcome uh, uh, our newest addition here. And I believe and pray that this role will uh, will, will grow uh, as these two media entities uh, uh, find common cause here. Say hello to Mike from Restoring the Faith Media, the upcoming host here for the show that we're going to be calling Parrot Talk. Congratulations or condolences, sir. <laughs> well, it's an honor to have been conned by you, finally. <laughs> I finally gave in. <laughs> So, so, so what do you make of uh, 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 of going forward of what we're going to do here? Well, you just tell people what, what kind of you and I talked about. Well, uh, you know, you and I see the world very similarly, and um, what, what's what, the thing that has really been a, a holdup for me is being able to do a live time slot. Uh, but we've, we've worked through those issues together and you've come up with some really creative solutions. Um, and finally, I just, I just, uh, couldn't, you know, for, for me, Mike, to be honest, and I, I don't think I ever told you this and I'm just going to tell you on live air, it, it really meant the world to me and went the distance that when, uh, when a certain, uh, group came after me, you were the first to, to really stick your neck out and, and, and help out and, and do the interview and, and defend me. Uh, that that made me realize that you know what, Mike Church is the real thing. He's he's uh, he stands for the truth, no matter what the consequences are, uh, which is which is something that uh, I would like to hold myself to as well. And I think probably that is what we have in common is we just we, it, when the truth converts you and you're compelled to to say it, uh, regardless of what happens. So. Um, I think that's really what what brought us together. Well, well there's, there's there's more than that. Uh, there's also the fact that you have sat in here uh, in this chair. Uh, you and I worked together on uh, that uh, pro uh, project. You know, which is kind of funny because uh, uh, we were there in April of 2020 when uh, in the first weekend in, in April of 2020 for the Crusade Live, um, uh, the you know the, uh, the Social Kingship of Christ on Air conference that we did together. Um, <clears throat> I can remember because I stayed at this room in Parkville, uh, Parkville, uh, Missouri, Missouri or Kansas. You were you were in Missouri. Okay, okay. One mile, one mile from the river, uh, separating uh, Missouri and Kansas. Okay, so from in Missouri, uh, 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 Parkville, Missouri, and I remember you telling me, hey, hey, there's a great little coffee shop across the street from a little B and B that you guys are staying at. So the first day that we were there, I went to go across the street. Uh, 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 Mr. Hitchburn and I walked across the street, and there was a sign on the door closed for COVID-19. And this is where all this began. And I, and I remember this, and I was uh, I was with you, and I remember you you were a guest. You did about two hours with me that Friday morning on the Mike Church Show. You know, we broadcast here live from your old basement studio. Um, uh, you were there at the at the, at the moment when who was the governor? There was it wasn't Carnahan when the governor of, of Missouri pulled the plug. I was it was I almost didn't get home. I almost didn't get to fly out that day, that that Monday. 
So, so I, I, I I almost didn't get to fly out that Monday. Do you remember this? Yes. Yes. No, it was crazy. The world was shutting down. The the walls were caving in just as you, you were, were leading this conference on the social kingship of Christ. Uh, I thought it was such a cool Airbnb that we put you in because it was above this brand new Irish pub. And uh, I just thought, oh, uh, King Dude will be able to walk downstairs and get some grub and it'll be great. Well, the pub closed. Everything closed. And uh, man, it was it was bad. It, you, and you barely made it home. I think you were the last flight out. Yeah, I was the last flight out. I was. <laughs> I left on Monday. The day after I left, they put the mask mandates and all that crap into effect. I mean, I got out one day uh, on, on the on the good side of it. So if you're just joining us, so Mike Parrott from and I, I could call him Mike Parrott now. It's just Mike from Restoring the Faith Media, because thanks to the the, the avarice. And the farcical claims of one Christine Niles and others, um, you were doxxed. So we all know who you are now. So he's going to host a show here on the Crusade Channel. It's going to be called Parrot Talk. It will begin as a weekly one hour. And then in April after Lent, uh, it will expand to a daily one hour. And uh, uh, who knows where it goes from there. Also, Mike hosts a weekly uh, video show he calls The Rundown with Ryan Grant, Brother Martin, and with uh, James the Nigerian Trad. And uh, that show runs two hours. So uh, we're going to be merging uh, with uh, restoring the, uh, the faith media's um, offerings here with the Crusade Channel and giving you guys exclusive content. So what are you thinking about this Parrot Talk show? I don't know. Uh, you know, this, this is, I have so many ideas and for, for one hour a week, I think all I can do is really just kind of do the blocking and tackling of like, I really want to accomplish a couple things in the first few months, really unpack, you know, uh, communism in all of its forms and its definitions and how we're living in it to give everyone the opportunity that that my wife and I, my bride and I, have been on this ten year journey of trying to eliminate communism from our lives and our thought processes, and I think I'm going to shock a lot of the audience. As as impressive as your audience is, and it's probably this, it's probably the best audience on the internet. Mine is the second best, but 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 the the the, the crusade audience probably suffers from some variant of it. And I think that's the first thing I'm going to go after. So um, I'm really excited about that. But, you know, it's going to be news, politics, uh, current events, um, but just it may, maybe a slightly different take. And you've you've given me the freedom to talk about it how how I want to. And um, and uh, and and thankfully, I've been able to earn your trust. And uh, it's an honor to, to bring uh, just, you know, the insights that I've had from being a Wall Street banker a Hollywood producer, a military officer, a small business owner, four very distinct different phases of life and kind of distill all of that down into hopefully something that your audience finds to be insightful uh, rather than, you know, just kind of like every day the world is ending and stuff, you know, like <laughs> what you get on other channels and, and other places uh, across the interwebs. Yeah. yeah. 
I think that um, <clears throat> the communism subject, you know, Kennedy Hall did some of this. You uh, talked about fascism a lot and about Fabian and Faustian socialism. Um, this is a, a crusade that Catholics have been on, and we were the first to stand up against the communists. Uh, uh, the Russian Orthodox stood up. Of course, they just killed them. They either killed them or, or made them so that they weren't Russian Orthodox any longer. Uh, but it was the Roman Catholics, it was the Catholics that stood up. And uh, not saying that the Eastern Orthodox didn't as well that the, uh, the other Orthodox churches didn't. Um, this is kind of what we do. And it is what we should do. And people don't realize that when Bishop Sheen was doing all those TV broadcasts in the 1950s and 60s, and he was just railing against communism, and he really never stopped until the end of his life, that there was actually something there. Communism is here in the United States. We fight it here. So let me, let, let me ask you a follow-up question here. Uh, on, on my Substack the day after Benedict XVI died, uh, Cardinal Ratzinger, I wrote that, look, the only force on earth that was holding back the jihad that's coming against a full-on frontal assault now against sacred tradition is dead. There's nothing there to stop him. There's nothing there to stop the assault on sacred tradition. Do you see that as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, not, not only... Not only is it coming, it's coming big time. Uh, I, I believe that Benedict XVI will be the only Vatican II Pope not canonized, and specifically the, the, the real reason for his non-canonization will be his support of traditionalism. The stated reason, the mainstream media reason, will be they're going to try to wrap and tie all of this you know, um, the child harm stuff that what happened under JP2 happened under Francis. They're just going to blame it all on him. So they're going to say, well, he can't be a saint because he was moving predators around and he's the reason for it. But realistically, uh, it, it, it's because of Samorum Pontificum and his support of, of traditionalism. So this is why I think it's so important that now, more than ever, now we we uh, we batten down the hatches and we gird our lines and we prepare for an unknown future. With, you know, uh, with the next wave of, of of communism being unleashed in the form of a virus or in the form of a financial crisis or or a uh, systemic attack on our infrastructure. I mean, wh whatever the next thing is going to be, the next uh, uh, needed uh, uh, event. Francis is there meeting with the World Economic Forum at all times. Jamie Dimon from, uh, from uh, you know, Wall Street at all times. And so he's very much aware of when he can strike. Uh, and, and I think it's all going to be coordinated. All right. I would just add to this, by the way, just a quick reset. Mike from Story the Faith Media, Mike Parrott, will be hosting a new show here on the Crusade Channel called Parrot Talk. Um, it'll begin shortly, soon, uh, uh, maybe this week, maybe next week, but we'll get it on. And we'll begin restore, uh, uh, broadcasting this week. We already have the first installment of the rundown uh, with, with Mike and Brother Martin and James the Nigerian Trad and uh, uh, Ryan Grant of Mediatrics Press. Let me run this past you because this, this is my attitude towards all of this in 2023 going forward. Um, and there's, let me preface that by, uh, by saying what, what Mike was alluding to that, of, uh, that he has some uh, freedom in when he can, he, he can record, that I'm not requiring that he do this show live. That's because I was married to the idea that we wanted to have a live radio station and we had to have one. That idea is dead. <laughs> I want the greatest content in the world. You can record it 
whenever, as long as it's relevant, we'll get it on. So if you're wondering, well, how do you do it? No, no. We just want great shows. We want great content. And we're going to, of course, we'll be able to stream it on the website. You know, we work, we never stop working on uh, the crusadechannel.com website to make it the easiest place in the world to get the audio, the content, and the video that you want. So having said that, why don't we look at this from another point of view? We're always doing rear guard actions. We're always defending after they have gone on attack. We should go and wage war against them before they attack. What say, what say you? you? Well, you know, uh, even uh, in just war theory, uh, first developed by Aquinas, but then really perfected uh, later on by Augustine, preemptive war, preemptive strike is absolutely justifiable uh, under under the certain specific conditions. And I believe that you're right. I believe that we live in a world now, in a society where those conditions exist. There is imminent threat to our children and their purity. There is imminent threat to the integrity of the family, uh, to our ability to own property and preserve and store wealth in a stable currency. Um, you know, you go on and on and on. A father's duty is to provide and protect. How can he provide when what he provides gets inflated away and, and or seized by the government? How can he protect when the government can reach into his family and brainwash his own children at school. Uh, you know, so if, if the fundamental duties of fatherhood have broken down and motherhood and family have broken down, then it is time that uh, for, for a preemptive strike. You're right. We are constantly playing defense. That's almost the definition of a conservative, uh, which is just a liberal in slow motion, you know, just trying to preserve the status quo. Look at the, look at the fact that Republicans today now have elected disordered members to Congress, disordered liars who, who can't even get their own resume straight uh, and, and who, and who mis, misuse the digestive tract. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's where we are as, oh, that's the new status quo. And that's what we're defending. So yeah, we have to go backwards, way backwards. And we may, and we may have to do it, you know, pretty quickly. Uh, my, 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 uh, Mike from Restoring the Faith Media here on, and uh, now from, uh, he's on the Crusade Channel with Paratalk and with The Rundown. Uh, let's go back in time then, and let's, let's revisit something. One of the, the comments that I got about you guest hosting the show uh, the Mike Church show in the last year uh, was that you approached the topic of of usury in a way no one else does or did. I I can't tell you how many times people were sending me messages going like he was talking about some book on usury. I didn't write it down. I didn't know the name of it. What was the book? You know, th this was actually real uh, real world actionable talk about. Okay, well, how are we going to undo the damage that's being done daily by usury? Uh, you want to tell them uh, about what, what show this is or, or what book this was that you were referring to? Sure, sure. So I've actually, in my in all of my spare time, I'm, I'm, I'm attempting, God willing, someday to put out a book that co that comprehensively deals with uh, the, the issues of usury banking, finance, and, and communism. Um, and so as part of my study for that, uh, I came across this book written by Hoffman, uh, Michael Hoffman called uh, Usury, uh, uh, The Sin That Was But No Longer Is. And um, it's, it's a very handy reference book for those who want to uh, learn a little bit more about usury because this might shock you, King, dude. 
the userer used to be treated like the suicide. Insofar as when he died, he was denied ecclesiastical burial. There was no requiem mass for his soul. And he was buried outside of Christian uh, burial sites, along with suicides who were presumed to be in hell. So you don't pray for them. Uh, that's how strictly and how seriously the church used to take the sin of usury uh, in its first uh, 15 centuries. Things began to change uh, with, you know, some of the economic forces of, of uh, uh, starting in, in Venice and, and working its way through the Italian peninsula, of course, Italians. And um, as a result of that, yeah, now we, we see uh, usurious transactions even between dioceses and parishes. Dioceses regularly lend at interest to parishes. And so, uh, de facto, the sin which condemned so many souls to hell and was so often confessed and required, um, required justice and recompense in, in earthly time, you know, if you, if you had any chance of, of attaining the beatific vision, that sin has been forgotten. I, I often, I, I'm a fan of asking priests when I have them over for dinner, especially ones I don't know very well, Father, When's the last time someone came to you in the confessional and confessed the sin of usury to you? And uh, so far, uh, after, and we're lucky, you know, I, I travel a lot, and, and we, know, we know some people. We're, we're probably not as social as the king dude, but we're, we're up there, and we have some priests come through every now and then. I've never had one say, I've, it's never happened. It's never happened. And this is, a, this is a sin that used to be up there with suicide. So... Um, I think that the disappearance of the of this uh, this eating away of wealth as being considered to be unnatural by Saint Thomas Aquinas, of being disordered and evil by Saint Augustine, and all the great thinkers of the Church condemned in the most strident and strongest forms in the history of the Church, condemned, uh, and now it disappeared. No one talks about it. It's not a sin. Everyone, everyone does it. All of us are awash in it. We're awash in it, whether we whether we like it or not. Um, I think that's something worth talking about. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I concur. Um, and you're right. We're surrounded by it. You know, I gave the example here um, of uh, last show of the year of building contractors. That and I, I wasn't accusing anyone in particular building contractor, just the mindset that well, I'm I'm gonna find this guy who's called a subcontractor, and I'm gonna cut a deal with this guy. He's gonna do the electrical wiring for your house, but I'm going to sell it to you, and I'm gonna make 35% profit on that guy's work. That by definition is usury. That's what it is. All right, I don't want to get off the you I'll let him host a show on usury. Um, that's just one of the topics that that, that, that you'll hear on uh, the Paratalk show. And uh, I, I told Mike that, like, as, as we, we get closer to uh, to April, um, and God willing, we can go forth with the uh, the, the hour per day, um, uh, that there will be many opportunities, Twix now and then, for him to, to be uh, the go-to fill-in guy here. And uh, we also work, look, we want your suggestions. I'm going to, I have another announcement that I'm going, that I was going uh, to make later today, but I have this thing, uh, my substack is called the New Christendom Daily. So, and I, it's, it's a written thing, mainly. I, I do put some uh, uh, podcast up there, some audio up there. 
are going to start doing one that will buy. We're just going to call call it the new Christendom Daily Show podcast, right? And this is one of the topics. So I would like to have you on as a guest. I have others on as a, yes. Let's do one on usury. Let's do one on all these subjects here that need to be done. So again, uh, uh, we're, uh, we're 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 welcoming uh, Mike to the Crusade Channel team, Media the way. It should be. Let me just say one of the factors in my mind that, uh, and I never forgot this, when I got to that bed and breakfast that you had provided for me for the Crusade Live conference, and I'll never forget this, when I got to the room, and Restoring the Faith Media was young, when I got to the room, <clears throat> there was a gift basket. You had a gift basket with like beef jerky and chocolates and stuff in there. And there was a very nice, handsome, well-designed and well-printed welcome card from your friends at Restoring the Faith Media. And they went, what did I think of this? <laughs> oh, this, this is for real. This guy really means to do this. So why did you get into, I mean, you were working in film. Is that what drove you to media? 